Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Welcome to Coast View, where we celebrate every single day the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. I hope you're enjoying this time between Christmas and New Year's. It's still a special time of the year, as I've said almost daily now, for, for several days. It's a great time to reflect and to to really appreciate living in coastal Mississippi. And as we've discussed so many times before, it takes so many people to make this place tick. And I love telling the stories of what I call the thousand points of light in coastal Mississippi that we've all gotten to know so well through this show, through facing disasters like Hurricane Katrina. It's one of the reasons why we're such a resilient community. And it's an honor to be here daily to, to share these stories with you. Um Today, I have a very special guest. I, I, I think about, you know, when I worked at the Sun-Herald, I had the opportunity to work side-by-side side some really terrific people. And, uh, gosh, so many stories to tell about so many great employees I had the opportunity to work with. But one of them, her name is Angela Singletary. And let me go ahead and bring Angela into the conversation. And first of all, I'll just say good morning. How you doing, Angela? Good morning. Good morning. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. You see, you hear her voice and the glow in her voice, and that's the way she is. And she always impressed me as someone who just loved people and loved being around people. She did a great job. Um, she's a she's actually a, a, a life and wellness coach today. She's a best-selling author. She's a motivational speaker, and she stands just under four feet tall. We'll talk more about her her form of dwarfism just here in just a second. But as I prepared for the show today, and we've got a lot of ground to cover, as I prepared for the show today, I became, with each passing thing I read about her or each passing video I watched about her, I became deeply impressed with the way that Angela has really dedicated her life, not just to help marginal commu- communities, We'll talk about that here in a second, but to help anyone who's going through challenges in their life. She's a, she's an expert at helping people sort through the difficulties of life. And Lord, everybody's got something going on. You, as I say on the show a million times, you never know what someone's going through. And um, what Angela has done is open up her heart and her, her specialty to help people. And it plays out in so many different forms. It's podcast, it's writing, it's coaching, it's... It's a long list of, of, of capabilities, and we're actually we're going to get into some of that here in just a second. But the other thing that I learned, and my, my, my buddy in crime, um, um, uh, Cal Curley, the producer of, of uh, Coastview, I learned that she used to work with Kyle. So uh, let me bring Kyle into the, sh- into the conversation for just a second. And what I, what I said to Angela was, wherever she worked, she left a wonderful reputation. But that's true, isn't it, Kyle? It really is. And it's been quite a few years since we've worked together. I'm not even sure if I think we were still on DeBee's Road, maybe. Oh, yeah. Station. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was late 90s. And then because we didn't move out of there till 99, I think. And yeah, we took the uh, one of the station trucks 
and invaded her school on her 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. Made quite the spectacle. It was it was good times. It was, what'd you call it? The monkey van? Yeah, yeah the monkey van. It was a huge <laughs> monkey van. It would get stuck in the uh, parking garage at uh, the Beau Rivage. And I had a guy call me one night and tell me that. And I was I was out. And all I could do was say, let air out of the tires. And at that point, everybody in the establishment stopped and turned and looked. And, yeah, we had to let air out of the tires and back it out. <laughs> Angela, what do you remember about those guys showing up at your school? Oh, man. So I didn't really tell a lot of people that I worked at the radio station. And I've been kind of journaling about that because I'm not really sure why I I didn't share a lot of that. But I didn't. And so when they came, I got called down to the office and I'm standing there and they walk in. And it's like it was literally like. 16 candles kind of movie feel like because there's there's like five of them i think and they had balloons and a gift and you know all their radio station gear and and they're walking down the hall and i and i love surprises i love surprises and and i was surprised and then we went out to the back and um to go take pictures by the van and everybody was dismissing and looking like what is going on and so of course it was you know pretty darn cool working at a radio station in high school is definitely top notch (laughs) so Kyle what did she do she was a remote we had remote assistants and she was just a general almost like a production assistant remote assistant every time we went to do a remote at a client's place she was there help setting up and she would really rein in the people that were on air because we're we're a different breed of people and sometimes you have to have people there to say hey come back <laughs> you know what's inter- you know what's interesting about that as i studied you and your as you've grown older and and these all these capabilities that you this learning and certifications and education that you've gotten you're you're someone who's really taken charge of your life your future your situation but it sounds like in high school you're the same kind of person (laughs) yeah i yeah um i was almost thinking about the same time frame growing up in high school um it kind of goes back to some of the discussions that we had with Steve Azar and just how yeah. inspirational things happen in your life and how you kind of put things in a jar and, you know, it's, <clears throat> it's different things in life. And I think myself, Angela, we have, we, we don't really have a difficult time doing things because this is the way we know. It's not like, Something happened, and one day we were this, the next day we were this. It's we grew up learning how to do things just like everyone else, yeah. And you know, the radio thing in high school is especially back at that time, yeah, it can be off the rails, (laughs) and you know, radio, yeah, it is. And well, Angela, it's interesting to see you and you and Kyle share some traits, but Kyle's been a great inspiration to me. He, you know, he's. I don't ever see his disability. Cal and I are just connected, and we do this show. He's the most dependable, most amazing guy I've worked with. And you don't see, you don't see, he doesn't let his disability in any way affect 
anything about what he does. It's a, it's a, it's a it's really an inspiration, but it's an inspiration not because he's a dis, does, he has a disability and does what he does. He's an inspiration because he does such a great job. I mean, you see what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, it's just, I don't I don't even see that. And you but, know, that's the same thoughts that I had about Angela when she worked with us. She never let anything get in her way. So yeah. it was a job to be done, and we got it done. She got it done. Yeah. And, and, and Angela, you were a take charge kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm the oldest daughter. So that just kind of seems to come naturally with that. <laughs> she had a mom voice long before she needed a mom voice. Oh, <laughs> oh at the radio station, it. you have to have a mom voice with those guys. Hey, what I love about that, though, Angela, is that you said you, you don't know why you didn't claim your radio time, but it sounds like you, again, you left a wonderful reputation. It seems like it's a great part of your story, actually. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for yeah. sure. It's it's I can look back at a whole lot of different things that including the paper that have been stepping stones to like get to here. And so I definitely see the radio station as one of the big first initial stepping stones, because from there I went to Loyola um, because I thought I wanted to do broadcast journalism. Um, and then that experience was, you know, just wild because I was not ready. I was a big fish in a little pond and went to a big pond and drowned. And so, you know, and now I can look back and see how these things shape me. Of course, at the time it sucked, but so yeah, the radio station. It made made you stronger and very resilient. Anyway, Cal, thank you for sharing that part of the story. That's so awesome to me. You bet. I was super thrilled when I looked at the schedule and noticed that she was on. I was like, she has no idea that I'm going to be here. (laughs) Yeah. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of like I should have done it. Like this is your life. You know, remember the remember the TV storm? Let's start with uh, Cal Curley. <laughs> Bring him into the conversation. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. You bet. So so Angela, you um, man, I don't you know. There's a lot of places to start, but a chondroplasia chondroplasia dwarfism. Tell me about that. Yeah. So. Um, Dwarfism is, by definition, someone who's under four foot ten, and there are between two and four hundred types of dwarfism. And achondroplasia is the most common, and um, it is where our um, it's a cartilage to bone issue. So as you grow, your body turns cartilage into bone, and with achondroplasia, it can. Um, it slows down. And so the arm bones and the leg bones are shorter than the the torso and such. And so um, that's the main definition for achondroplasia. Why don't we do this? When we come back on the other side, I, I want to talk about a terrific video that's on a site called Hear My Story. It's a terrific video about her family, how they deal with the challenges on a day-to-day basis. It's some pretty interesting parts of their life that I think you'd be interested in knowing. But this is Angela Singletary, just a, a life and wellness coach, someone who's, who's inspired me for many years. We'll see you after this break. Live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgolfcoast.com. 
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. The way I would describe Angela Singletary is someone who glows a radiant glow of positivity. And one of the things that I've noticed about her as she continues to develop in her life is this notion of Something we talk about on Coast View all the time is help people live the best version of themselves. I mean, that's that's what we should all be striving to do. Um, and again, you never know what people are going through. Everyone's got their challenges. And I loved on when you're po- you have a podcast, and we'll talk more about that in just a second. But it's called the Little Perspective, and I watched several of them, and I just, I like I really love the way you're doing it. It's not certainly it helps marginalized communities for sure, but it also helps people like me understand your challenges. And you get into sort of medical remedies. You talk you talk to experts about, you know, different people in the margin, marginalized community. But what you said is that the disabilities, your disability is both exactly like us and also different and helping people sort of understand that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, just uh, you, you, your mission is something that's very inspiring. And as a successful life and wellness coach, which we'll get into here in just a second as well, it's um, it's very special. But so let's talk about that video because I, I noticed that it's been viewed, you know, well over 20,000 times mm-hmm. and people have been touched by it. And it's, so, first of all, it's so well done. I, I yeah. love the way it's tightly edited and the way the conversations are taking place. But you're literally opening your house up to to the world to say, okay, what is it like to have uh, dwarfism and live in that, to have kids that have challenges as well? Talk about the video and why it was important and why it touched so many people. Yeah, um, so, and that's kind of a funny story too because they, they reached out and asked um, to interview me. I originally said, uh, no, thank you, because I've, I get a lot of requests and not all of them are, are worth it. Um, and I was super busy at the time. Well, he ended up needing, he ended up finding somebody else. And then I finally took time to look at his, at their page. And I was like, oh, they're actually legit because they really do really high quality stuff. And I circled back with him and said, hey, if you want me, you can have me. And he said, well, we have somebody already. And then he came back again and said, we lost that person. So now we want you. So it was really kind of funny how it all worked out. But um, no, it was, it was amazing. They came, um, did, they were there here for two days um, and really just wanted to, to help us share what a day in the life is like because, you know, we are a lot alike as far as on the inside, right? We're all the same human, but physically there are certainly things that I have to do differently than, than you do. Um, and, and those videos were just able, and the interviews were able to dive deep into my experiences. Um, it was a much deeper dive than I expected, but it was really well done. Well, it was good. I love the way they said, first of all, they, they play off of the word everybody. Everybody matters. And they, what they say is every, and the body is kind of separated out. Everybody matters. Mm-hmm. And it's to, it's to really zero in on the fact that just because someone may have a physical challenge of some sort, as you pointed out just a minute ago, that on the inside they have desires and goals and love and ch- challenges and all these things. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about the way the video was done, again, I think you said it best, that when you did your research, you realized they're real. They they really, you know, you know me coming from the media realm, 
it's the 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 way it's edited, the way that it's done, the the videography is really well done. It's extraordinarily well done. And by the way, you can go to to uh, Angela's page, Angela Singletary's page, or Coach Ainge. Do you have does Coach Ainge have her own page? Um, no, I use Angela Singletary. Yeah. And it's actually there. It's actually at the top of her page, and it just says, "Hear my story." And I would encourage you to follow that that page because if you go to that page, you'll see many other stories that are just extraordinarily well done. And so, what I like about it, it just opens up right out the bat. It you know, with you going into your house and showing people how you do your laundry. I mean, it's just like basic stuff. And by telling those stories, you get you get a sense of right off the bat. You make the point that. People want to know if everything is smaller in your house, and yeah. you said no, and there's a reason for that. Explain explain what your goal is there. Yeah, you know, not only are modifications incredibly expensive, but I, so I'm, 80% of little people are born to average height parents. I am, my mom is a little person, so I'm second generation. So I grew up with the experience of having a little person to kind of show me how to do things. So with that in mind, I grew up in a in no modifications, just stools and such. And so I could see the value of continuing that with my own family. Um, my girls have achondroplasia and teaching them how to problem solve, how to, you know, be resourceful at home can help them do the same uh, in, in public because, you know, they're certainly not going to be able to get the, the public modified for them. We can barely get people to follow ADA. So, <laughs> so it's a really, it's about survival. It's about being able to get out in, in the real world and be able to make it. It's a big, big goal for you. But um, I was like, for example, you have, I was surprised that, well, because it's a space saver, I guess that you're drier and, and, uh, washer are stacked, mm -hmm. but it, you know, it talked about it, you know the challenges of doing that and showed showed the challenges of doing it. But you just tackle it, don't you? You know, the stacked washer and dryer is a dream compared to a top loading washer and dryer because it's so, front loaded. Because yeah. it's front loaded, yeah. Yeah. So you know, while yeah, that is an an, an additional challenge than if it were not. Um, it's like. I'm just grateful to be able to have the front loading because standing on your head in the washing machine at 40 is not <laughs> ideal. <laughs> well, look, if, as you think about, of course, again, it's, uh, I'm looking over over 25,000 times this has been viewed, it's been shared a bunch, people interacted with it. When you think, when you see people seeing your story. It first of all is very touching and it's inspiring because you're so accepting and positive about your situation and you want people to understand what you're going through. What is it that you think people were most touched by from the video? Gosh, wow. Um, I think I'd, I've gotten a lot of comments about the washer um, that, you know, I'm not going to complain about doing laundry anymore because, you know, Angela does it, doesn't have it as easy as I do. Um, I think that it's, People like to see my family. Um, you know, my girls are little. My son is tall, and um, and then my mom. And so we we have a unique look about us. And um, I don't know. I don't really know the answer to that question, Ricky. That's a good question. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll answer just from my perspective, just the overall the overall story. I noticed your camera went just a little blurry. Don't worry yeah. about it. When we get okay. to the break, we can we can fix that. Okay. That's not a problem at all. So. 
At what point did you realize that being a life coach, inspiring anyone and everyone, would be something that you wanted to dedicate your life to? I have always um, been the kind of person that people tell things to and, and lean on. Um, you know, pe strangers will share things with me and then they'll be like, I don't know why I just told you that. And so I've always had that gift. Um, I at one time thought that I wanted to be a psychologist or a psychiatrist because of it. Um, but then I realized that I don't actually like school. Um, I love to learn, but I do not like college. Um, I have a bachelor's too lame, but um, it came through blood, sweat, and tears. And so um, I was going to go for psychology, realized I didn't like school, was going to change to marketing because, you know, I was at the paper and um, this is over years. So I didn't I didn't finish my degree until 2018. Um, so then I switched to marketing because I was selling advertising for the paper and really enjoyed it and doing well with it. Then Tulane offered a wellness coaching program. So then I switched to that program because that is the perfect fit for what I wanted to do. Um, and so then I got my bachelor's in wellness coaching from Tulane. And it has just been, you know, it truly is my gift. Like it's something that I just am able to do. Um, I, I have compassion for people. I can make people feel comfortable. And um, because of that, I, and because I think of my life experience, people feel like they can lean on me because I understand struggle. And so, um, yeah, and, and it's it's just a dream. It really is to, to be able to do this every day. It's interesting how you talked about, um, thought about being a psychiatrist or maybe a psychologist that mm -hmm. you didn't like school. But as you pointed out, you went on to Tulane and got your degree. And then if you if you study you, you have spent a lot of time educating yourself. You think yeah. about your certifications in life coaching and health coaching and nutrition and personal training. Mm -hmm. You've really been on a constant journey of education, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. And and I think the you know, the reason I say I don't like school is because you have to take all those classes that aren't necessary in my opinion <laughs> so i love to learn though and so yes i definitely am always educating myself and trying to grow grow in my different areas and you have a bunch of different areas if i had to we'll, <laughs> we'll get into some depth of it here in just a second but if you were to sort of break it all down you did a great job actually as, as you talk about the new year when we talk come back on the other side I want to just I want to give you some sense of the various areas where she focuses her attention, and she's um, she's she, she's got a lot to offer, and uh, and I can understand why she's doing well in her life these days. We'll see you with Angela Singletary after this break. Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Coast View. I have my friend who we used to work together at, uh, at the Sun-Herald, Angela Singletary. And then, of course, at the beginning of the show, we shared that Kyle and she had a relationship because when she was in high school, she kind of helped them do with remotes. And in pl- both places, she left a terrific reputation. <clears throat> you know, think about, you know, coming back to life coaching and all of this. <clears throat> What I'd be curious, and we'll come to this in just a second, but I just want to share something with you that I think you'll connect to. But but I'm curious about when it hits you that you could, and again, I, we're going to answer this in just a second, that you could literally help someone and make a business out of it with your skill sets and your growing amount of skill set. Um, I can't help, Lisa Marion Roberts, uh, Robin Roberts and Dorothy Roberts' mother, and I were very, very close, very close. Um, she served on my Knight Foundation board for many years, and uh, we just became close. We talked a lot, and if she didn't if she didn't hear from me in a week or two, she'd call me and say, "Where are you, Ricky? Why haven't we talked in a while?" <laughs> and um, so I had the opportunity, obviously, to get to know Dorothy and Robin along the way. I, in fact, at the two-year anniversary, Robin came down, and I f- went up in a helicopter with Robin on Good Morning America and talked about the recovery effort and all of that. And that's literally when she just found out that she had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And and we talked about it, and it later became public. And But Robin had a message, and, and I'm sure it was inspired by her mother, who also faced issues along the way, for, you know, health issues. But to make your mess your message and she mm. she felt so strongly that everyone has challenges. Everybody does. And she still says this today. That to the, what extent are you going to take that and challenge yourself to make that your message? Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting that what you did is you didn't make dwarfism your message. You make overcoming dwarfism your message. The inner the inner strength that came from the challenges you faced that are the same kind of challenges that able-bodied people face. So you literally built a business out of overcoming overcoming your situation and helping others overcome their situations. Where did it hit you that there was literally a business here, that you, that you had developed such a capacity for helping others that you could literally build a business around it? When did that happen? Honestly, that probably happened at a younger age um, because that's when I originally, I wanted to be a psychologist, psychiatrist, you know, when I was younger. Um, And because I realized even then that friends or people older than me were, were coming to me. And so I knew that I would be able to to turn it into a business. Um, life coaching obviously wasn't uh, as, as common of a thing then, um, so that wasn't necessarily the thought. And then realizing that I didn't want to necessarily pursue a master's or a PhD, um, and then considering life coaching, but realizing that it wasn't something that people were quite taking seriously in 2018 uh, or 2016, 2017, I wasn't really sure if that was going to be a path for me. But having a bachelor's behind it, I knew that that could solidify and uh, validate the the decision, the the degree. And so, um, yeah, so I, I knew at a very young age that that, that was a gift that I could utilize and, and turn into to something. Do you remember the first gig you did and how it turned out and how it made you feel. And you said, wow, that went really well. I can, you know, th- this is this is this is my calling. I'm going to be able to do this. 
Yeah, I mean, um, really. So the first one, God, I have so many because I've, i there's just so many times that I get off the phone with a client and I'm just like, oh, that was just so great because I know that they feel great. I know that they feel empowered and and educated and ready to tackle whatever it is that they're doing. Um, so probably, honestly, from the very first first time, I, I just I've always really just. I, I, I relish it. Like I, I am intentional about it. When I get done with a call, I I take a moment to really absorb it because it's it's a gift that I have, but it's also something that people are allowing me to do with them. And and it's something that I don't ever want to take for granted or or underestimate because you you know, allowing somebody to get to know you at your depth is is a big a big offer and, and I'm honored that people do allow that. So um I don't know if I answered your question, Ricky. No, I think it's great. And and what's what you know, the way that sort of has grown and ma- ma- you know manifested itself is in uh 101 coaching on um, business or life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're, the truth is you're an entrepreneur and you've had to learn how to be an entrepreneur and what that involves. Group coaching, even writing coaching. You know, I, that's love, I love that part of what you do. But, you know, it's um, in order to be an entrepreneur, you really had to hit on a lot of cylinders. We were talking earlier about social media. You know, you've got to be a social media. You've got to be a marketing manager. Mm-hmm. You've uh, you've got to you've got to really do it all. And, and it means at times you're going to have to burn the midnight oil, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Burn both ends of the candle for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love that. You know, advocacy coaching. You know, the truth is, if you go back to your podcast, which we mentioned a few minutes ago, and I'll, I'll share with the, with the audience how you guys talked about it. The, the podcast is called A Little Perspective. And it says this, that the podcast features various marginalized humans using their own voice to share their story to tr- for true and real awareness. Simply a chat about equity and advocacy. We use firsthand knowledge and experience to share the ways in which those with a disability are both exactly like you and also different. Um, you ha- you know, this, this notion around advocacy, that's always had to be part of your life, hasn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my sister, my little sister was um, physically disabled as a result of her dwarfism. And so she was in an electric wheelchair. So her physical disability was um, more prominent than mine because I don't have any other than being four foot tall. I don't have any um, any impairments as far as that goes. So as the bigger sister, um, I I that's where my advocacy started is, is standing up for her, defending her, making sure that she's treated fairly. Um, and then, you know, myself as well. Um, and then of course, once you have kids, then that just, you know, that really, really solidifies it. So, um, so yeah, I, I really have always been an advocate for, for all marginalized, but I'm sure my sister um, was a big part of that. Um, my mom also, though, because we grew up uh, in neighborhoods that were mixed race and, and low income, we my mom always ensured that we understood what's fair, you know, what's right, what's wrong, um, and, and that we didn't allow others to be treated unfairly in our presence either. Um, so she also definitely had a role in that as well. Your mother, though, kind of created for you 
a way to see the world that would enable you to succeed? Because, I mean, where would you have gotten that strong desire to want to make a difference that Kyle described at the, at the beginning of the show? And I think about how you, how the work that you did at the Sun Herald and how you just, just one of the employees trying to, trying to do good work. But where did this come from? You didn't, you know, you did, I never sensed anything from you other than I can do this. Is that your mother that taught that? Um, yes, but honestly, it's probably more my dad and my grandpa. Um, my dad was 6'3", and he, um, he did not let us make any excuses for ourselves. Um, I remember way, way, I was 15, and, um, no, I was 14. I was 14, and there was a snow biz uh, snowball stand in the parking lot in the corner past an Eisenhower and it was a, a like a shed um, and the window that was way off the ground and I casually we were going to whatever store was there Dell Champs or whatever and I casually mentioned to my dad that I oh I would love to work at a snowball stand and he was like we'll go get an application then and I was like oh no I can't do that like it's it's way high and you know blah blah blah, blah. he's like they make stools go get an application and he made me go get an application <laughs> and and then my grandpa so he was kind of the that side of the stern side of you you can't let anything get in your way whereas my grandpa was more of the encouraging you know you can do it don't let anything get in your way uh, kind and then of course my mom was encouraging and supportive, but really, I think my grandpa, um, my dad, and my grandpa had a had a bigger part in that. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great part of their legacy. Actually, they gave yeah. you a gift. You know, really, to be honest with you, you know, one of the things that in reading about about some of the work that you're doing, it often deals with self image and how people feel about themselves. And I want to I want to come back at the other, on the other side of this and talk more about that, about what you're learning and how you're able to sort of change the frame for people in a way that helps them move forward in their lives in a way that's very positive. I think that's a very significant part of what you what you bring, in, including all the other things that we've talked about. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Angela Singletary. We'll see you after this break. Listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I'm sitting today with my friend Angela Singletary. We used to work together at the Sun Herald, and she actually used to work with Kyle, so that's pretty cool. She has newspaper and radio in her background, and now she's kind of a social media expert on top of that. But she's a life uh, and, and wellness coach. She's a best-selling author, author. She's a motivational speaker. She helps people. That's the bottom line. She helps people, as she says, it help, you know, help them become the best versions of themselves. It only just happens, she only just happens to be standing just under four feet tall. 
but she has not let that get in her way. And if and you should go to her Facebook page and study her and see where she comes from and to see the video that I've talked about earlier about her family and how they overcome their challenges on on, on any given day. And you, what you will see is a person who's accepted her situation so solidly, actually, that she's able to use her experiences in a way that can help others. And, um, Angela, what I wanted to talk about for a second, as I mentioned before, we went to break at self-image. Um, social media has really brought a lot of attention to that these days. Not that people, not especially women, have, have always had issues of self-image, that's for sure. But I would say that, you know, the Instagram world that we live in and the studies of young people and how it's affecting them. And this is going to be an issue that's going to be with us for many years to come if we don't find a solution for what is a very destructive algorithm <laughs> that exists in the social media world that hurts young young women, especially. But mm-hmm. it's not just about young women, of course. What I'm curious about is that when you're dealing with one of your clients about self-image, How are you able to leverage your challenges, your learnings throughout your life uh, to help them? Um, So I love to use stories and analogies when um, just all the time, but especially when I'm coaching. So um, I think that a lot of times. So let me start with a self-image issue is is for me when someone allows others opinions to supersede their own opinion about themselves. So, you know, when trying to, when you're coaching someone, there's a very personal aspect. And I think that's one of the biggest differences between coaching and therapy. Coaching, there's there's a little more give and take than therapy. We, we tend to get a little more personal, share a little bit more. Um, and I think that that can really be impactful for a lot of people. Me being able to share, you know, as a little person, situations that I've been through and how I'm able to put that behind me or, you know, when, because I still have, I mean, I'm human, so while I'm confident and, and, and have plenty of self-love, there's plenty of times where I have my, my insecurities and such. And so um, just just helping them to understand that they're human, you know, because we are all human and all have those feelings. But, um, you know, again, stories, anecdotal, uh, really being able to, to open up myself to them to show who I am um, so that they can feel that deep connection. You know, and sometimes it's just a matter of, you know, getting it out and talking about it and yeah. and then providing someone sort of a process they can go through teaching them a process of their own. That's what coaching is all about. Yeah. It can help them come to grips with whatever it is that's bothering them. And it could be could be a wide range of issues that, that, that they're facing that causes that. Mm-hmm. You know, the notion around Instagram and young women is just, you know, you're just beginning to scratch the surface on yeah. what some of those self-image issues might be. But but it, it makes a difference when you're a life and wellness coach helping someone achieve their goals. And when you see success after your coaching sessions and after your relationship has been developed, that's got to be incredibly fulfilling. Oh, gosh, there just aren't words like that to, to be able to see clients who last year were telling everybody yes and doing things that they didn't want to do because they didn't know how to not do it to now, you know, they've left, left a a church that wasn't healthy for them and found a new one. They've, um, you know, put, they've started giving people back their own problems and she, you know, they're no longer carrying them. It's just, there aren't words like to, to know that 
I was able to be a part of that and help them to see that and, and evolve is is again there aren't words it's incredible what i what i also like about your story and why there's been this metamorphosis of angela singletary over many many years including you know your your determination to get your education and all these various certifications along the way but you know, it's interesting. I've had this conversation with a lot of people. In fact, I talked to my son about this, uh, who works in works in uh, New York City for Price Waterhouse, and 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 our we spent a whole show talking about how the pandemic changed so many things for people. It, in some cases, it 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 increased stresses. In some cases, it actually released stresses because they were able to f- do a better job at finding work-life balance. You know, they, they were before living for the job and then during the pandemic when they were working remotely, they got an opportunity to actually work on their relationships with people. And companies actually have come to the realization, actually, that we didn't pay enough attention to work-life balance, you know, before the pandemic. We better pay attention to that now because mm-hmm. the majority of people now value that. And if companies aren't focused on that, people are going to change jobs. And Justin told me that in his, in his community of, of friends, that every single one of them except one <laughs> changed their jobs. Oh, wow. And, and, and we're out of time. But the point I want to make is that watching you go through this same sort of metamorphosis during the pandemic and find a way to do sort of a blend of remote work and whatever else you do to make your business work. It's been inspiring to watch. And I wish you all the luck and happiness in the world and a great new year as you as you tackle your your challenges going forward. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you all so much for this opportunity. Yeah, it's been great. It's been great. This has been Angela Singletary. And uh, go to her go to her Facebook page and look into her more. You'll be glad you did. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Angela, take care. It's good to see you. Bye, Kyle. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.